welcome. This series is hosted by Alexander Strathdee and Rashav Kanal, two seniors from Virginia Tech who combined have interviewed with the top Fortune 500 companies, including Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Amazon, and many more. They received multiple job offers before locking in their final one. Learn about all the skills, the tips, and tricks. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to present to you Rashad Panal and Alexander Strathy. Welcome back. This is a big podcast for us because we are doing something very different. We're bringing on a guest, Rashik Mustasin, who works for a large consulting firm in DC metro area, and he is a cloud project manager. He graduated three years ago and has had five successful salary negotiations in his industry as an intern, as a possible new hire, and in his job. Today, we are talking about salary negotiation. This is a very relevant topic to all of us, even myself, as I chickened out of this on my first offer, but I really didn't know what my worth was or how to go about it, how to have that conversation. Even the point where I called my HR manager and left a voicemail saying, I, I would like to ask you a few questions, which I was going to ask about salary negotiation. And they called me back and I chickened out of it and asked a different question. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Rashik Mustasin. Thank you so much, gentlemen. I've, I'm absolutely honored to be on this show with you guys. And I hope that my insight and my experiences can hopefully help out some people and make them a little bit more money. So let's dive into it, right? I, as an intern, I mean, this is, you know, both Alex and I have received job offers, but we are scared. Like, as someone coming out of school, but you were an intern, how did you know that your value was X? Can you dive a little bit deeper into that? I think the root of that is that I understood that if I don't ask, I won't get anything. My philosophy behind it was, if I want something, I'm going to ask for it. If they say no, it'll be the base offer that they've given me. If they accept it, great, I get more. Nothing to lose mentality. Exactly. Sure. But I also went in with that mentality, you know, going into my full-time job. It's right. You've got nothing to lose, but you are so grateful for getting that offer. What is your approach of thinking of that where you're someone who is grateful, but you also, how do you, how do you take the emotions out of that? Absolutely. Okay. So while it is important to express the fact that you are grateful for the offer that you've, that you've been given, it is also important to understand that we are labor assets that are being hired by corporations and we have a price. Whether that's a price of an intern or a full-time candidate, it's a price of a labor asset. So what are those, you, you talked about bringing something to the table. What am I bringing? I remember the first time I got my offer call and he was giving me the rundown and I was super excited and it was the positive emotions. I can, I can put myself in a neutral platform and even when I tried to negotiate, I was like, what do I really have to bring? So can you talk a little bit about those exact specifics of what you're bringing? Absolutely. So you have to first understand you're in a large market of individuals, right? You're, you're competing with others. There are differentiating factors that you bring to the table that others do not. So you have to do a little bit of soul searching to understand what those specific factors are and present those properly during the negotiation. But past that, you got to make sure to do some deep research on where you stand. What is your market value in that specific negotiation that you're going into? They called you up. They've yeah. given you this offer. What did you say to them? I got this offer and uh, I said, hey, thank you so much for the offer. I'm really excited to receive this. I'm so excited to, to join your company. However, I was really expecting a little bit more than what I'm receiving. I, I kind of want to think about this a little bit more. Can we have a, another conversation next week? 
Okay, also giving yourself that time, showing the gratefulness, but also hinting that you want to do, you're serious about considering this. And that also is, is a good thing for them to know that you're serious about it and not to really be thinking about it. Exactly, because you, you, you want to express that, hey, I'm, I'm happy that I've got, gotten this offer, but can we talk a little bit more about potentially getting more? Okay. And what, what you have to make sure to mention is these potentials. You don't want to be too presumptuous in these conversations. You don't want to say, oh, I want more. You know, you don't want to be too forceful in these conversations. You want to say, is there a possibility that I could potentially get more? Here? So now it's, I think all for both of us, we have this stigma that negotiation is this bully-like tactic. Like if I get my way, then I win. But the way you're phrasing that conversation, it seems like I'm willing to work with you. It's more about compromising and making sure the parties are happy. Is, is that what you're hinting at? Absolutely. I, I cannot emphasize more uh, that specific point because we are going into business together. You're going to be working with these people. You will be their subordinate as well. So you have to show deference to them. Especially in a negotiation, you must be clear on your deference. The whole time you cannot be demanding more. You are asking for more. It is a request, not a demand. And that you have to properly express in your in your speech, in the in your uh, tone of voice. If you're doing it over the phone, if you're doing it via email, it needs to be properly written, well written, a lot of niceties and uh, a lot of deference and politeness in in the way you express yourself. So they get back to you uh, after you say that, and they say that sounds great. Why don't we touch back next week? Please consider this, and let's talk again. When you get off that phone call, what are you doing? Where are you going to go find this research? Where are you going to go find these your tools to leverage? Exactly. So right after you get off that phone, you're going to do uh, a few points of research. You're going to research what the industry is paying for that position or to entry-level individuals. Where right? do you go to do that? For that industry research, I would say Glassdoor or Salary.com. Glassdoor.com or Salary.com will be the two best places to get a broad idea of what you should be getting paid as a new hire. Also, I personally like more raw data out there. So you can just Google uh, just forums for whatever company you're applying to or getting the offer from and see what people are talking about. Like people will give you a lot of good insights behind how much they're getting paid. You can actually see uh, how much a senior consultant is getting paid at a specific company or, uh, or just a mid-level manager. Based on that, you'll have a good understanding of where you're at as an entry level, right? So to come off serious about this, you need to make sure that you are really putting time into researching. You can't just expect them to give you more money because you're going to ask for more money. It is due diligence for you to go do research if you really want this. You have to want it. The research is the backbone of your negotiation. That will That is the basis of your ask. So what is the, the value added of actually doing the research? After you do the research, you will understand how good the actual offer is because some, it could be it could be a good one you might not need to ask for more money exactly it could be a very good one and you could very well be within that uh, acceptable range where you want to be at and that's a great place you can simply decide okay how 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 forceful do i need to be in this negotiation right uh, how how hard do i have to push for this uh, so that's a very important understanding past that you can understand at, by doing your research what your range of negotiation will be. So suppose uh, there's a number out there. Let's, uh, for our sake, let's say hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, let's say your offer was sixty thousand dollars, which is pretty average. Pretty right, average right. for entry level, right? Yep. We know that because we've been told that, right, by your institutions and so on. 
So what is that data point? That's an industry data point. We know that in the industry, entry-level people, in a consulting uh, industry anyways, get about 60K entry-level. Then you can take it a step further and see, okay, let me go to Glassdoor, let me go to salary.com and find out what this company specifically pays their entry-level individuals. Then you understand where am I at? Is that offer a good one or is the, or are they kind of lowballing me a little bit? You will then identify your range of negotiation. How much more can you ask? If it's a really good offer, you don't want to ask obscenely more than that. You don't want to ask uh, too much. If you're only $1,000 off, is it worth asking? Yeah, is that, is that... If you're only $1,000 off, look, here's the way I'll, I'll answer that question. It's always worth asking, okay? It's always worth asking. If you don't ask, you're not going to get more, and you always have the potential to get more, even if it's a good offer. They're not just going to you know, resend your offer because you're going to ask for more money. Yeah, because right? I think I... I'm I'm scared. I was scared. That's that the fear, right? That's the, the worst thing yes. that could happen is they could resend your right. offer. Right. It's I I, I I asked for too much. I was ungrateful, and they're gonna take it away. Like this is that that just won't happen. That is a that is a very a natural fear. I can understand that, but that just won't happen because of two reasons. Number one, the company has to spend a lot of money interviewing you and then giving you an offer as well. All of that takes time to write up these contracts and everything. They have already chosen you to be a part of their company. They have already given you an offer. They're not going to rescind it from you because you asked for a little bit more. And if they do rescind it, they would end up having a reputation of giving an offer and rescinding it. All right. You That's would then, as a, from a, from a branding standpoint, that does not look good for them. So it's not in their business best interest to rescind an offer. That's really good to know. You've done your research. You're prepared. Your tool belt is filled with a range of devices to help right. you get what you want to leverage. Hmm. Talk about how you're going to leverage some of these bits of information that you've researched. Where does that come into the conversation when you hop on the phone next week? Right. So when you hop on the phone next week, you want to come in saying, hi, how's it going? Thank you so much for taking this call with me. I'm really excited to be able to have this conversation with you. I appreciate that you guys are giving me a chance to negotiate this offer. So that being said, I feel that I belong in this range. And you want to give them the highball range there. Not, you don't want to highball them too much, obviously. But as I said, the range of negotiation, you want to be in that upper upper end of that range of negotiation. So you want to say, suppose your offer was 60. So you want to say, I was hoping to be in the 68 to 69 range. That's a $2,000 range there. But you're giving them a quick range, a quick understanding of where you want to be at. So after saying that, you will wait for their answer. How do they respond to now, this ask? If they just, you know, they're sitting there quiet on the phone, can you specifically give us what the the words there are, the dialogue? What does that look like? That's not, do you have to be okay with being uncomfortable in that situation? Oh, absolutely. That is the most awkward conversation you will ever have because you're potentially asking for a good bit more. You know, you are kind of scared because you're thinking, oh. What's the most awkward yeah, yeah. If you've done it this, you know, if you've done it so many times. What's kind of been probably speaking on your story? What's the most awkward one you've had? The awkward one, the most awkward conversation I've had is uh, is them saying, "Oh, that's not done here." Oh, <laughs> so it's like, what are you responding? <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, I would, I would, I would be sorry. Hang up. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm right. so sorry. I, I won't yeah. do this again. <laughs> right. Please right. don't resend my offer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so in a negotiation, they will resist you. When you ask, say, hey, I, I was looking to be in this, this range, they'll say, oh, that's completely out of our budget for this, for this position. At that point, that's when you bring out your, 
your tool belt. You know, all the research that you've done, that's the backbone of your ask. Why are we asking for 6869? Here's why. I've done some market research and I've understood that for this type of position in this location, in this area, in this industry, in this market sector specifically, your competitors are paying this much for entry-level individuals. That's a great tool, if you will, to use. It's a great use. way to bring yourself back from that no, which that's that's interesting because when I hear that no, I would have just been, well, they don't do it, move right, on. Exactly. Right. But you, like... did, it's, you were politely relentless, which we talk about a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh, that's good. Okay, So you said that back to them, hmm. and what was their reply? Their reply was very professional at that point. At that point, they, they realized. They understand it's game on. Exactly. That's when the negotiation begins. You are bringing those tools to them. And what's important to understand here is that you don't want to hit them with everything right away. In that first call, you don't want to hit them with all the all your differentiating factors. So that what have you left out, out then? What have you left out? At that negotiation, I will hit them hard with one of one of the main bullets that, hey, here's the competitors. This is what competitors are paying and here's what I want. I'm leaving out my personal differentiating factors like people skills and so on. One thing too, uh, that's important to understand that I haven't already mentioned is the negotiation is somewhat of an interview itself. During the interview, you're selling yourself, right? The offer negotiation is that last final boss, if you will, of you selling yourself. So do not be afraid to rebrand and restate why they were hiring you in the first place. That's interesting. I feel like you've, you've exactly, you've changed your identity because if an executive, you're having this transparent conversation, like you mentioned, in a professional manner, then yeah, like young professionals stepping into it are going to come in and their perception of them is like, wow, he actually had a awkward conversation with me, but he did it in a very positive way. Exactly. Yeah. You've touched on such an important thing. The negotiation will be successful if you convince them that you can negotiate on their behalf for actual business. That's when you're gonna be successful because why would they give you more money if you can't do the same for them in, in the, the real in, world? Right, in your output. Right? In your output, exactly. right? So you really have to, it takes a lot of finesse. It takes a lot of people's skills for the lack of a better term. Uh, you really do have to be very strategic about how you speak to them. Timing is important. You need to be quick about your answers to them. Uh, when you, If you're doing this via email, you need to be immediate answer. So walk us through the rest of your story. Right. Where does the rest, is the rest yeah, of Yeah, we, we digress. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat here. Where does this go? Uh, so where were we in our story? When they said, this is not what we do. Oh, yeah. Like, and uh, both of us are still scared from that response. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, this that is... That almost sounds great, but I'm interested. How does this play out? Right? How does this play out, right? So uh, so at that point, I, I presented, um, I presented this, this is what our competitors are paying, and I was expecting to get this from you as well. And they would say, oh, okay, you know, and they'll, they'll kind of give you some, uh, uh, they'll resist, you know, they'll say a few things, they will resist. But at that point, you can already understand that the negotiation has begun. I want to emphasize that it is important for you to read the room, so to speak. You have to understand how willing are they to even have this conversation. And you will get that. You'll understand that from them. You'll kind of glean that. As you're having the email conversation or a phone conversation, you'll see how willing they are to actually move forward. With well, if someone's telling me no, I'm probably not going to be right. so willing to keep going. So. <laughs> right. So they will resist and, and you will keep pushing until they really put a stake in the ground now, and say What would no. you say is the final, they've said no, what would you take as a legitimate no? They would make that very clear to you what that, po what that uh, point is. They would say, sir, you know, uh, 
uh, Rashik, this is the most that we can offer you at this time, and there really is no further room for negotiation. Those specific, if those specific words are said, there's no further room for negotiation. That is the end of that negotiation. That means they are finishing it. At that point, there's really no further pushing. Until they say that, though, the negotiation is not. Game on. Okay. It's game on. So let me, uh, let me keep uh, telling you about how that negotiation went when they said, this, this is not something that's done. I told them, I'll be able to negotiate on your behalf when it comes to client negotiations. And I'll be able to provide value in these specific ways. And I listed out a few, few different things that, you know, how I deal with people and how I write, how my writing skills are. are uh, you're confident. You're very, you showed some confidence. Exactly. You have to express that confidence and you have to express your skills. So I expressed how my organization skills are exceptional. And how my people skills are exceptional. I've seen, I've seen your room, and it's it's. I feel bad whenever you, you know, whenever you're visiting us because our house is not in the same shape. Yeah. I'm I'm somewhat OCD, if you will, and uh, you know, you just have to find a way to express your strengths to them, saying, "Hey, I'm confident. I know I deserve this, and here's why." You give them those bullet points. So I gave them these bullet points about uh, why I deserve it. After saying that, they said, "Okay." Thank you for your your response. Uh, let us think about this and get back to you. So at that point, what have we done? At that point, you've opened the room for negotiation. You've expressed why you deserve more. You've expressed how much more you want. Based on your research. Based on your research, which you will mention. Everything that you research, mention it. Do you cite the places? That Absolutely. You okay. Absolutely you do. Why not? Absolutely. Mm. Um, you don't have to specifically say, hey, I filed this on Glassdoor.com. Right, the third bullet point on a forum. Or a yeah, forum or something. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go into that detail, but you can say, hey, uh, according to my market research, this is the data that I found, and here's where I found it from. It's very specific. Very yeah, specific. Very it very shows that you're serious about this about this negotiation. Okay. So, And that conversation or that email can all happen in one thing. So let, let me back up a little bit. If you were ex- When you were expressing why you deserve more, if it's a phone call, you do want to... Uh, express the main points right away, right? Why you deserve it, why you're confident. You don't want to rapid fire them, but you want to express the first few points and then give them a chance to respond to that, why you deserve that much. So what was that response? That you, I think that's where we are in the story. What was that response that they gave you after you, you listed, listed? After I listed, they their response was, thank you, we'll get back to you. Which well, is different from that no. Which is different from right. the no. At that point, you've changed the no to let me think about it. Right. So we are negotiating now. That is a negotiation. It is literally a conversation. So then they take some time to think about it and get back to you. So are you panicking? I would be at the edge of my seat at this point. Maybe that's just something I need to get over after having this conversation and change my mindset. But are you scared? Are you nervous? Like, what does this limbo period look like? Uh, be excited about it because you stand to make a lot more money. Fair. <laughs> if they say no, your offer is still there. Right. So you have nothing to lose in these negotiations, ever, always ask. So as you're waiting, prepare what you're going to do. Prepare your rebuttal when they come back with something. So two things could happen. They can come back and say, they can come back and say, we cannot meet that, we're sorry, and they will end the negotiation. Or they will come back and give you a specific number saying, hey, there's, here's how much more we can give you. At that point, you can say, you have to decide, is this within my range of acceptability? Is this something that I can take? If yes, okay, keep that in mind, but don't tell them that. The goal of the negotiation will be to bring them to that one number that you are totally happy with accepting 
obviously that will be within your range of acceptance. And that's something that's, of course, higher than what they had initially offered you. This is at the very end of the negotiation where you've said, I would like to sign on the, I would like to sign today uh, if, you're, if you're able to meet this number. The goal of this negotiation would be to steer the conversation to get them to come to that number specifically. So you've got to have that number in your mind or that range of acceptance very well established in your mind. That way you will know whether or not to accept this offer or not. So they've come back with a higher number. And they did. They called me back and said, this is the number that we have for you. Are you happy with it? Uh, this is, this is uh, what we can do for you at this time. I said that, well, that's a very good offer and I do appreciate you increasing my salary. However, I, I do want to push once again, if you don't mind, once again, I want to I touch on the niceties. I want to touch on how you ask. It's the people me, skills. The people skills. How you ask is very important. So at that point, depending on what that number is, if you want more, you can simply say, that is close to what I was looking for, but I would like to see if, if, if there's room for a little bit more here. What can we do to get me closer to this specific range? I like that open-ended question. Open-ended. Why are we saying get me closer to? Because you're giving them the the choice to give a final, final number. Another thing you can do on that second call when they come back to you, they say, hey, this is what we're giving you. You can say, what can we do to come closer to this range? And they will resist and say, oh, you know, we've, we've really talked about this and this is, this is about as much as we can do for you right now. At that point, you can say, okay, if I can get $67,000, if you guys can get me to 67K, I will sign today. The power of now is more important than like anything. By, by putting a stake in the ground, you're saying that I am ready to sign if you meet my expectations. And I'm willing to compromise my expectations for you. And say that. Say those words specifically. Be specific and be clear with them as to why you're asking. Say that, okay, uh, thank you for this new offer. Uh, I appreciate you increasing the salary a little bit more. But if you can get me to $65,000, I think that's something I can be okay with. But you can also say it in a different way and say, if we can compromise, if we can compromise and come to 65, I think that's a comfortable place for me to be. And I'd be very happy to accept this offer today, if possible. Today. 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 And that power of now is very, very important because they're the psych- already spoken. The psychology there is, is uh, we could have this person now, like a end result could be met today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, that is, they've crossed that list. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. We've touched on what that looks like, the, the salary negotiation. We've talked on a couple of hints, the power of now, or doing your research, where to go from there. Do you have any last bits of advice for these uh, salary negotiations for our listeners? I would say that, once again, the research is more important than anything else. And how you present yourself, how you ask is very important. I would say rehearse how you would do this. So that first call, when they give you that offer, is very important not to accept the offer on that first call because you need that time to rehearse how you're going to negotiate. Interesting, because I feel like I lost all my power as soon as I got really excited over the phone and like it was just, there wasn't a conversation to be had thereafter. That's right, that's right. And that's exactly what they want from you. That's what HR is trained to do. HR is trained to get you excited to say, yes, I'm, I'm on board, I'm so excited to get this offer. Well, you can be excited and you can be strategic. In the event that your negotiation fails, you don't get the number that you're looking for, you can leverage other things. You can ask for other things, such as a signing bonus. Interesting. You can say, 
okay, thank you for uh, this new offer. I understand that you're not able to give me more than you're not able to give me what I'm asking for. Go any for, further, yeah. Go any further than this point. You get that final cutoff that we it, talked about. Exactly. And you can say, is there any possibility of a signing bonus uh, for the specific role? And uh, what other benef benefits can I look forward to for this offer? Uh, you can ask for specific benefits that other companies give. You can bring in that uh, competitor aspect of it. And benefits, define benefits for me. Benefits uh, can be, you know, working, working from home ability, you know, travel expenses, things of that nature. The, the, these are trivial. At this point, you've, you have indeed reached the end of your negotiation. You're looking for a little bit more. Once again, it's okay to ask for that. Is there a potential for a signing bonus for this position? And sometimes you could get that. That's kind of a cons you're basically asking for a consolation for not getting what you had asked for. Now remember, this is our expert that we've brought on. He's done it five times, so we thought he'd be very fitting. Make sure you do research. Get a second opinion, but make sure you know what you're going into so that you're owning that moment. Well, thank you for your time today, Rashik. It is an absolute pleasure having you back here in Blacksburg. To all our listeners, thank you for listening today. Rashab, did you anything have anything else you want to say? Yeah, I just like always, feel free to reach out to us. Twitter, Prac Passion, we're on the DMs, LinkedIn, as well as our Instagram. Practically passionate. And that's it. That's it for us, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys.